And welcome back to the Star Tribune's Talking Preps podcast. Good to be with you today, but even better today to be with special guest Christy King, the girls hockey coach at Blake. First year girls hockey coach, which is weird to say, Christy, because you've been around the game in a coaching capacity for a long time. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. But yeah, it, it does feel like I've been around the game forever as a coach, and I'm happy to be able to say that. Well, and, and so you, it's, it's, it's bad form to ask a woman her age, but I have to relative to this discussion because you're pushing 30 now, correct? I'm still under 30, so give me that. Well, you're getting close. You're pushing. <laughs> but the, the why this is relative, why I brought it up, why I was so rude is because <laughs> you started your first head coaching job at Centennial, you were 21. And yeah, that's, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. So you've put in your time at Centennial, the university of St. Thomas, and now you're starting at Blake. What would you tell 21 year old Christy King now, given what you've learned and, and, and experienced, what would you tell that coach from, you know, about a decade ago now about what she's getting into? I mean, it's crazy to think about the journey and, and, the different experiences I've had, the different lessons I've learned. I guess I would just say soak it all in because you're going to learn a lot of lessons and you're going to be tested every year and you're going to be tested in different ways by different kids, by facing adversity other ways. And so just keep your head up, take accountability, learn lessons and try and bring whatever you can forward. Sure. And you should, I should point out too, it's, it's been, Pretty much success has come everywhere you went. You, you know, you, you, I think your fifth year at Centennial, you went to the Class AA state tournament championship game, took a runner-up. You had a really good three-year run at St. Thomas. You got to a Frozen Four during that span. What was I was curious, what was that like at St. Thomas? Because the the, the rumors and everything else about going Division One, I'm, I'm wondering if how much those were happening, and if you were if you were involved in recruiting, if that was part of the pitch. Hey. You know, this, this thing is going someplace bigger. Uh, you want to be part of this. How, how did that work in those years? I mean, it happened real fast. It was, you know, about a year before it actually happened that the conversation started happening. And then all of a sudden, within two, three months, we're talking to compliance officers. We're learning all the NCAA Division One rules. We're starting to recruit kids for the following year. So, I mean, it happened very fast. And it's cool to see another division one program in the WCHA. I mean, when, you know, the university of North Dakota program fell through, that was devastating. And to have another one back up there is great. Yeah. And, and to that point, the growth of the game, uh, you're, you're a product of Minnesota high school hockey. Uh, you've now coached at, at different levels of Minnesota hockey uh, to add an, another division one program in the twin cities. Is that do your hockey heart proud? It does. I mean, I think it's good to have a couple schools right here in the cities between the University of Minnesota and the University of St. Thomas, one of them being a little bit of a bigger school, bigger classroom, another one being a private school. Um, you know, St. Thomas always wanted to pitch themselves as the Notre Dame of the Midwest. And I think it's good to have other options. And I think, you know, they're going to be a very competitive program here. And I think we're going to see that in the next year or two. You know, it's interesting. I'm a proud University of Minnesota graduate. Um, but at the same time, I, I lived near University of St. Thomas growing up. And, and I, I always thought of that as 
it always seemed like the classic college setting to me, you know, walking around the campus. I always heard like a men's choir in my head, you know, like it just, it just felt <laughs> yep. like a classic college setting, beautiful campus. Yeah, it, it is gorgeous. It's, it kind of reminds me of those East coast schools. Um, sure. You know, it's got a lot of character to it and it's in the heart of St. Paul. So I really do think it's exactly what the WCHA needed and, I think they're going to have no issue recruiting good, talented kids there. The um, you're at you're at uh, Blake School this year. Um, what went into your decision to take that job and and get back into the high school ranks? Uh, because coaches that do this work, yes, it's about hockey. Yes, it's about kids, but it's it's not always wins and losses that that you know coaches feel called to just to, to work in these, in this capacity with young people, kind of what was it, what did it mean to you to get back to, to the high school level as a coach? Well, Nick Rathman, the head athletic director at Blake, he reached out to me and just asked me to have coffee and have a conversation. And I told him my aspirations were one day to be an athletic director. I'm just recently graduating with my master's in sports management. And so I kind of wanted to pursue a career path going that direction. And he said, how about also being the girls hockey coach? And (laughs) um, I love, you know, I love hockey. And I think that, you know, you don't always see the dots connect while they're happening, but you look back and I think that this team needed me at this time. And I think I needed these kids in my life at this time. Um, they challenged me in ways I've never been challenged as a coach. Good, you know, some good, some bad, but um, vice versa. I know I challenge them every day, and I think we're all becoming better for that. And, and clearly you have to be flexible because every group of kids is different. Every situation is different. But you have getting back to the to the resume that you've built, do you, did you have a formula or a standard or, or something that you said are kind of the instrumental parts to, to getting started at a, at a new program uh, that you've been trying to implement? Yeah, I think over the last few years, especially as an assistant coach at St. Thomas, I was able to kind of put together a little portfolio of my values and what I believe in and how I would lead a team if I had the opportunity to do so again in the near future. And I met these kids on day one, November 1st. That was my first time ever meeting them as players, as people, as students. And, you know, I just look back and the 78 days as of today that we've been together, you know, we've, (laughs) we've been through some ups and downs and I feel like I've been coaching them for years. And so um, you know, it, when you start that late and you start on day one, you don't have time for sugarcoating conversations. They're straight to the point and they're candid. And I feel like these kids really appreciate that. And we've been able to create a good culture and honest culture and they confide in us coaches. And I, I don't know, I just, I feel like it's been really good so far and I'm excited to see what we've got the rest of the way. I mean, we've hit a couple bumps in the road recently, but we're not abandoning ship. We're going to learn our lessons. We're going to watch film. We're going to persevere. And I, I think uh, some people are going to be surprised at what we can do. Well, when I'm looking at it from afar, sometimes you, you can see things that, that people that are in it can't see. And, and other times you, you run the risk of oversimplifying things and, and making connecting dots that maybe aren't there. But as I look at a situation, 
like Blake, you're the third coach in three seasons. And when I see that, I think to myself, I bet you that stability is a big part of, of, a, of, a, of that, of, a, of Christy, in this case, that you're, your pitch to the players, you know, I, I'm, I'm here. I want to be here. Uh, I believe in what we're doing here. How, how much am I, am I on or off base with, with that? Yeah, you're definitely on basis. And I mean, a conversation I had with my captains, like I have one junior captain and three senior captains. And I just said, look, like I'm not going anywhere. I'm here. And you're either going to buy in, we're going to figure this out together. Or I don't know what to tell you because I'm not going anywhere. So you're stuck with me. And the, the junior kind of smiled and was like, all right, like, let's do this, you know? And I think sometimes they just need to hear that, that having three coaches in three years, I don't, I don't know what that's like. I never dealt with that as a player. And so I'm sure they do need that stability. So you're definitely spot on with trying to reassure them and let them know that I'm here and I believe in them and I'm not going to go anywhere. Well, and you, you know, Blake has a high standard and they've, they have a tough schedule and, and you've, you've dealt with that, the ups and downs of that here. You, right now you've lost three in a row, but none, none of those really to hang your hat, head about because one was Edina, one was Benilde, and the other, the one last night, Tuesday night, was against a really solid Simley team that people maybe overlook, but, but they've got a nice thing going. And then it's, you, it, you don't take the foot off the gas. Thursday, you got YZ and Saturday, you got Holy Family. Uh, woof. <laughs> how do you talk about persevering? Uh, how, how has that challenge been going? I mean, it's good. I, I, we're dealing with a lot of factors right now. I mean, you know, our number one points getter is out right now with an injury. Uh, we dealt with some COVID situations with our goalie and a few other players the last couple of weeks. And you just roll with the circumstances. I'm not, I'm not going to cancel games. We're just going to roll with what we got and give our best foot forward. And like I said, it gives opportunities for other kids to learn lessons and be better down the road. So we're facing a little adversity and I mean, we're not going to shy away. We're just going to, like you said, put the, put the gas pedal down and try and uh, put together a game against YZ tomorrow. Well, rightfully so. We've talked about your experiences as coach and what that is worth as you take this position at Blake. But we would be remiss if we didn't mention you won two state championships as a player at Stillwater. I mean, you lived it from a player's perspective. I'm sure that's the expectation at Blake, given all the state titles that have been won there. Um, what are some of those pieces as a as a former player that won that, that you can put into connecting with your current group of players and, and try to help them understand what, what that standard looks like. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I try and tell them it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. And when we were at Stillwater, we started the year 03 and one, and that was the year that we won a state title and nobody thought we were going to do anything that year. Cause we lost our, you know, best player the previous year, Chelsea Jones. And it was just a matter of, us be beginning to believe in ourselves and putting in the work every day and just seeing us progress little by little. And as long as we get 1% better every day, that's kind of my standard for them. And they know that that's, that's all we got to do. Um, take it one day at a time, one game at a time, one period at a time, and 
just try and get better so that we can be the team that we need to be when February 12th rolls around. Very co good, good coach speak there. Nicely done. <laughs> Thanks, David. Yeah, you, uh, you, unless the schedule, you know, schedules can be, you know, fluctuate and everything else. But uh, if, if it holds, speaking of Stillwater, you have them at your place on February 8th. That's your regular season finale. Um, you've been out of there for a while. It's Stillwater, that is. But is it kind of. Don't remind me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but is it kind of. Is it kind of. Because I went back and looked. You didn't face uh, Stillwater while you were at Centennial. Is it kind of fun to think you're going to coach against the ponies? Yeah. When I was at Centennial, I always tried to book games against the ponies just because I thought it would be fun, kind of like this year. Our team got to play Centennial. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to play, you know, against Stillwater. That's obviously my roots, and I think it'll be fun. And I know Miro really well, and they've got a good squad. So I think it'll be a good way to end the season and a fun way to end the season. You beat Centennial, too, it should be pointed out this year. Yes, yeah. I think it was 5-3 final. It was a good game. It was, it was fun. It was back and forth. It was competitive it was intense it was physical you said that uh you're having some personnel challenges with covid injuries so so what's what's been uh what's been discovered there what what do you think you talked about you're going to surprise people at the end what, what's been uncovered and, and discovered by having to to put different kids in different roles and opportunities what, what are you learning that you like about what you got I mean, I think when you test kids, you really just find out what they're made of. And last night, you know, they scored an empty net goal late and there's 31 seconds on the clock. And you see what kids are still pushing their very all until the last buzzer ends, knowing that we might not get a, you know, a goal back or a two goal deficit back. But the fact that they're giving every ounce of energy that they had until the buzzer rang makes me proud as a coach and makes me understand their values and that they want to compete. And I feel like as a coach, as long as they're coachable, they have a good attitude and they give you effort. I mean, you can do whatever you want with, the, with those three traits. So yeah. I'm excited. I think that was a turning point for me as a coach to see when we're down to what kids, you know, push to shove are going to give a hundred percent and, they're the kids that we needed that we needed that out of. So yeah. just this weekend is, is hockey day, Minnesota on Saturday. It'll be started with a televised girls game, Dinah and Andover. I was just looking at your schedule earlier in January, you were supposed to play Creighton Durham hall at Northdale rec center, which means outside that got that game got postponed. How much or how not at all did that break your heart? Yeah, I mean, it was it was tough. Um, I think Creighton's AD maybe shut the hockey program down over there, which was too bad. We were also dealing with illnesses. And I just I think it's super fun for the kids to be able to play in an outdoor game. I got to do that in high school. We played Minnetonka outdoors on hockey day on TV. And that's right. I just think, yeah, I just, I just think the experience in general, regardless if, you, if you're on television or not, is is fun. And it was the perfect day. It was like a 30 degree day in the beginning of January, which is unheard of, but we're planning on playing in it next year and giving it a shot there. And we got Holy family this Saturday for, for hockey day. And I think it'll be a good day all around for high school boys and girls hockey. 
Yeah, I mean, you're, you played the game. Uh, you've been coaching it at different levels. Now we're talking about Division One, another Division One program. We're talking about the girls finally playing live on the main station for Hockey Day Minnesota this Saturday. There's a lot to feel good about if, if you're someone that's invested in, in girls hockey right now, isn't there? There is, yeah. And I'm sure you've seen it throughout the years, too. And it's it's fun just to be able to see the game progress and really the level of play progress. I mean, it's incredible what these kids can do. And if me back in high school played against these kids now, I'm sure they'd school me. <laughs> uh, well, you don't get them, you don't, you know, maybe turn on a little bit from time to time at practice just to show them what that the coach can still bring it. Every once in a while, you know, you got to do that to keep their respect and no doubt about it. I do, but <laughs> I'm definitely, I would say a better player now than I ever was just because coaching gives you a whole different perspective. And I mean, that's why you coach is you try and teach kids things that maybe you learned a little too late to try and bring them success. And I mean, I still think back on the state tournament, my Stillwater teammates and I still talk about it and I just want every kid that I coach to be able to experience what that is like to play at the X, to play on TV, to compete at the highest level, to play on the last day of the season in the Minnesota state high school league state tournament. It's just, there's nothing like it. And I really hope that the group that I have now that we get the opportunity to compete on February 24th to the 26th. Christy, we wish you all the best as the season rolls on and, and achieving your goals and, and making a home for yourself at Blake. I, given your track record, I have, I have no doubt that it's going to be a success. And, and uh, thank you for your time today. Thank you for having me. It was, it's always great to talk to you, and I look forward to it every time. My pleasure.